This podcast is brought to you by Knowledge at Wharton. For more information, please visit knowledge.wharton.upenn.edu. From the campus of the University of Pennsylvania Wharton School, this is Knowledge at Wharton on Business Radio. Here's your host, Dan Loney. Well, the corruption, which many people who follow soccer or football in other parts of the world knew was around, finally crested yesterday with the arrest of several FIFA officials as well as a few sports marketing uh, bigwigs. The U.S. is leading the case into the supposed corruption at the feet of the world's biggest sport for over two decades. But according to the U.S. Attorney's Office, this is just the tip of the iceberg. The first arrest did not include... FIFA president Sepp Blatter, but many suspect that he might be implicated sometime in the future, and there are a variety of business issues with these arrests as well. To look at the case, we are joined by ESPN's Andrew Brandt, who's also a lecturer here at the Wharton School at the University of Pennsylvania. He's also a director of the Morad School for Sports Law at Villanova University. And we're also joined by a longtime uh, English Premier League player and uh, now a Fox soccer sports analyst, Warren Barton. Gentlemen, thanks very much for coming on today. Yeah, happy to be with you. Thank you very much. Warren, as I said, you've obviously been around this game for quite some time. I don't think this is a shocker to pretty much anybody that really follows soccer around the world. No, definitely. I mean, we've all had our uh, spectacles uh, that it's been going on and suspected that there has been some uh, dealings that have been going on. But we needed hard evidence. We needed facts. And obviously the U.S. and the FBI have come up with them. Uh, and I think this, as you rightly said, this is the tip of the iceberg. It needed uh, a strong power. Obviously, Platini now with UEFA has come in and said about the election that it shouldn't be going on. They're not going to uh, look to maybe vote. They might boycott it. So we've all had our solutions. We've all had our, um, if you like, the, the finding out whether they've been involved, the corruption that's been involved. But now, finally, there's hard evidence. And for me, gentlemen, because I, I've been in the game... 30 years, you know, playing it, whether it's professional or now on the media side, I think this is the good of the game now. I think this is the best thing that could have happened. Let's get to the root of the evil. The money that's involved, uh, whether it's sponsorship or whether it's bribes uh, to take World Cups to certain areas, uh, has to be rooted out. And ultimately, uh, whether Seth Blatter knew about it or not, which I think he did, it's on his watch. So ultimately, he should take full responsibility. Well, and, and Warren, obviously, the, from yesterday's press conferences that the U.S. government had, the one of the numbers that jumped right out is the fact that the World Cup, which was played in South Africa a few years ago, apparently there was $10 million that was given to FIFA officials to get that World Cup down to South Africa. Yeah, I, I mean, and that's, as I said, that's just one of the, the rumors that's coming out and the, the facts that they have now with that that's come along. So, you know, we're not talking about small amount of money here. We're talking about $10 million that your, your president of FIFA should know where that's been going. And, and again, it's just uh, a tip of the iceberg. It's, it's damaging the game, the image of the game. And the most important thing in my uh, respect is the game. And the game is bigger than any one individual. And I think it has to be on your watch. You understand what's going on. We've all realised that there's been something that's simmering underneath. this uh, a darker side, if you like, of of the game and the bribes and the money that's involved, uh, whether it's sponsorship money or just getting money to, to buy votes. Uh, yeah. So I think it has to be rooted out. It has to be found out. 
and this is a big day for, for football and soccer in, in general and obviously for FIFA. Andrew, from what you know, uh, how did this basically all play out from the legal perspective in terms of the U.S.? Obviously, this investigation has been going on for quite some time, but being able to get these arrests made in Switzerland, and and from what I understand, the people that are involved in this really are are obviously going to try and fight the extradition. I don't even know if they can. Yeah, I mean, something like this, uh, Dan, doesn't happen overnight. Yep. There was a lot that went into this, and we know that Attorney General Lynch is relatively new to the job, so this, to me, predates her by some time. When something comes out, whether it's Lance Armstrong or or some kind of discussion like this comes out from the feds, you know this has been going on a while. So they targeted this meeting in Zurich at one of the nicest hotels in the world, woke up, rustled these people out of bed, and did the arrest early yesterday morning, and then, of course, they were going through files at the CONCACAF offices in Miami as well. So this is well orchestrated. Lots of attorneys, lots of investigators has been going on. So where are we now? We have these arrests. We have these potential extraditions. The lawyers are coming out in droves, both on the attorney general side and on the defense side. And I think what everyone's looking for could happen, which is now we get to the deal making. Yep. You're arrested. You have indictments. So now we talk about, okay, how do we get out of this? And this is where Bladder may have some vulnerability because people are going to talk. People are going to turn. People are going to make deals. People are going to immunize themselves by turning over state's evidence, if you will. And that could go all the way to the top. To this point, as Warren knows, Bladder has been Teflon. And that tells me that he's got enough traction around him and armor around him that he could withstand this, but it just seems like a fait accompli that with all these people now potentially making deals and being under the white light of interrogation, something may come up on him as well. Well, Warren, uh, as, as Andrew mentioned, the, the, the voting process, which I guess Mr. Blatter uh, is uh, going to be voted again as president of FIFA on Friday, uh, is, is the fact that, again, here's somebody that is potentially right in the middle of a corruption scandal, yet for some reason he's able to be uh, voted in once again as the leader of this organization. I mean, it is quite mind-blowing. It's, it's, it is untouchable that you're having this corruption campaign on on his watch and that he still, again, gets voted in. But I know FIFA and Michelle Platini are standing strong. Uh, they're looking to boycott it and move it back six months to get to the, the bottom of it. Any normal CEO or president of a company would say, look, let's deal with this first. We can put the election behind. But like Andrew rightly said, maybe once you get these people in a room uh, and then the reality comes to them that they are going to be arrested and they could follow half-time in jail... Uh, that's a scary fault. So I think that's when you're going to see the people come out and, and let uh, the FBI know exactly what's been going on, where the money's been transacted. And again, ultimately it goes to the top. You know, Maybe he didn't sign any checks. Maybe he didn't sign any papers, but he definitely knew what was going on and, and obviously definitely knew it was on his watch. So I think from that point of view, we, this is going to take some time. The lawyers, uh, the legal side is going to draw out... You wouldn't make a statement like this if you didn't have hard evidence. And now this is a shoot. It shook the world, not just in soccer, but the business world as well. So I think people are realizing now how powerful the game is, how much money is involved in the game. 
Uh, and in that respect, then we have to have the, the game transparent. And I think that's the only way to move forward. But with the power that he has, can that vote really, you think, can it be put off? I mean, obviously you said uh, Michelle Platini, a very well-known member, man in the soccer community, and, and wields a lot of power himself. Uh, he would like to push this off. But because of all the power and all the things that we've read, and and Jeremy Schapp from ESPN did a great uh, E60 piece on, on uh, Sepp Blatter, can that vote really be put off? I would like to think so. Uh, I'm very optimistic would be a word, but I mean, again, pessimistic because of how tight the, uh, the Blacks has got everybody around him and whether that's because they've, they, he's helped them with their development in their countries, whether he's given them money to help their, their football federation. But this has to be, there has to be some point of a human being to say that this is wrong. And, you know, as much as they may feel that, well, we're loyalty to them, as I said before at the start of the show, it's for the good of the game. And yeah. it has to be done. It has to be transparent. It has to be clean. And we have to get to the bottom of this. Whether it's my old pals act and we've been together for a long time, sometimes inside as a human being, you must think, I've got to do what's right for the game. And I think at the moment they need to do this. Because it is, it is like the untouchables. You can't get near him. But yeah. if enough people stand up against him and say about this, and whether it's fans, whether it's the governing bodies, um, he has to take some stand. And you know, whether he'll be stubborn enough to sit in there, it sounds like he is. But again, the other people can vote him out and get other people in. The the uh, really the point of contention now going forward uh, in terms of the uh, the World Cups, Warren, is the two that are coming up: Russia in 2018 and uh, Qatar in 2022. Uh, the the build out for those two World Cups is well underway in both locations. A lot of people are saying, "Look, maybe these two World Cups, at least maybe Qatar in 2022, shouldn't take place there because of the what is perceived to be a lot of corruption already, already on on the books." Do you think that 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 is the one that really could be most affected, maybe even more so than Russia? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think when you know Russia's come out and said, "Well, it's the U.S. It's got sour grapes because of the <laughs> U.K. because they didn't get that." That's not. That's not. It's, it's about what's been going on. It's about what's right or wrong. I think they have to look right across the board. You know about how the voting system was for Russia, Qatar as well. That when it's a lot of alarm bells. It's been, which is a shame. I've been in the game as I said, 25, 30 years, and it's been common knowledge that these things have been going on, but no one's been able to prove it. Now we've got proof. Now we can find out what's been going on. And if Russia and the Qatari um, the voting system was fine, that's fine. Let's go transparent. Let's see that it was okay and move forward. You know, it is about taking the game forward and expressing it to all corners of the world. I haven't got an issue with that, but it, was it done the right way? And if it was, you've got nothing to hide. And then let, let people know, let people see. But if there has been dealings like we're speaking about in South Africa and moving forward, then you have to then go back to the voting, whoever comes second or third, and go along, but that's more of a legal side than just easier said than done. We're joined by uh, Fox uh, Sports analyst, uh, soccer analyst Warren Barton, also uh, ESPN's Andrew Brand, who's also a lecturer here at the Wharton School. We're talking about the FIFA scandal. You're listening to Knowledge at Wharton here on Sirius XM 111, business radio powered by the Wharton School. Uh, Andrew, in terms of this whole case, it is interesting the fact that it is the U.S. that is leading this charge. And the United States, as you talk to most sports fans, is a country where soccer is realistically the fifth sport in this country. Yet it is the agency which sees 
massive corruption going on that is stepping up and leading the way in this operation and not some of maybe the other entities around the globe. Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, I think, at least speaking from this country, we're in this age of transparency and integrity. And the league that I cover most, of course, the NFL, it's all been about integrity and rooting out these domestic violence issues and rooting out any impropriety that's gone on. And now on a global scale, you have United States federal authorities taking the lead on this. You know, one thing, Dan, this almost looks like a the tactics were used, and this is why the FBI is so involved, tactics used by, like, drug traffickers yeah. and tactics used by crime syndicates and organized uh, crime groups. You know, you have numbered bank accounts and tax havens. You have bulk cash smuggling, safe deposit boxes, intermediaries, currency dealers. I mean, this is high-level stuff. People are, are told to fly somewhere come back with a briefcase full of $10,000 packs. I mean, this is serious stuff. And kudos to Attorney General Lynch and her staff for getting to the bottom of this, because as Warren said, I think we've all in our minds thought something must be going on there. Yeah. A country like Qatar getting the World Cup, those kind of things. And here it is. It took the United States federal authorities out of Brooklyn to get a handle on this. And now, again, as I said, the legal process will unfold, may take months, if not years. Well, and Warren, obviously the, the, the Qatar War, World Cup was really the one that drew a lot of attention because of the fact is you were going to play an event that is a summertime event in a country where the summertime temperature is probably about 125 degrees, and it's an outdoor event. How are you? I mean, obviously, they've made the changes they want to put it in the wintertime, and that's a whole nother message you're talking about. But did I mean, the, the, the level of stupidity in this, in this whole situation just, it, it just jumps out of you. Like, did nobody think that, that the thought of corruption was not going to even be there? I think the word is arrogance as well. I just yeah. think, as I said, they're, they're, they're above it. What's been going on, the law, uh, the, the voting, is that we're going to take it there. This is what we're going to do. I mean, they've even spoke about changing the, the from a summer to a winter. So, uh, as I said, I was all for taking it to different corners of the globe. But, you know, you've got to be realistic. The safety of the fans, the safety of the players. But it, it was just common knowledge that it wasn't going to work. And you could build these indoor stadiums. But, again, the, the culture of... You know, drinking in the countries, etc. You know, the sponsorship that's involved there. Oh, we're going to change the law just for the summer. It just, it just didn't smell right. So there's obviously the alarm bell started going. But I think it's just down to pure arrogance that they just thought we're above what anyone's doing. We're going to change it. Yeah. It's a global game. See what's happening in the U.S. now with all the, the kids playing soccer and how the popularity of the sport and it's getting bigger and bigger uh, globally. So. I think they just thought, well, we can just do what we like, and no one's going to question that. But kudos to the U.S., the way that they've gone about it. The U.K. media have been trying to find uh, evidence as well. And, and now I think what it needs to be is you, in unity together to go forward and, and to get through the evil. But you're right. I mean, how can you say you're going to have a summer tournament in 125 degrees. <laughs> well, and Andrew, you brought up a great example a little bit ago of Lance Armstrong. And when you're talking about Lance Armstrong's case and the French media, which just, they, they attacked from every corner trying to find stuff out about Lance Armstrong. This is going to be not only just the French media, but the UK media, German, Germany, Spain. This is a, a wide range of, of countries that are probably going to be looking 
for any little smoking gun they can find on Sepp Blatter right now. Yeah, and I compare Lance to the situation in the in the words that that Warren just spoke of in terms of hubris and arrogance and feeling above the law. It just seems like, you know, Lance was very brazen throughout those years and basically dared the media and dared the authorities to, to find him, to out him. And it wasn't until his interview with Oprah that we found out the truth. Now it's it just seems the same way. Yeah. Why did this happen? Because it could. Because there were no controls and despite these apparent attacks from other the media and etc., they did stay above it. So somehow they got to this. And as I said in the last answer, I'm talking about tax accounts. I mean, this had to go through, again, the way they track down a crime syndicate. Yep. And that's what they're used to doing. So actually, it took these Brooklyn authorities uh, to, to go back to their roots in sort of uh, racketeering elements that now are just applying to soccer. The fact that soccer is kind of secondary to what they do. Yeah. They've really uncovered a lot of corruption. And, and Warren, there's also a little bit of a perfect storm uh, going on here because of the fact that it's the U.S. that's really pushing this. Is uh, You have the World Cup for women going on in Canada this summer. You also have the CONCACAF Gold Cup, which will be going on uh, this summer as well. Both are events, well, at least the Women's World Cup is an event that realistically Mr. Blatter needs to be at at some point. It's just a, it's a natural uh, event that the U.S. officials really are going to see him having to come over here, and that's the perfect time to be able to talk to him. Exactly. We had that on the show. You know, Fox uh, Sports are showing the, the Women's World Cup, so he has to be there. He has to be there to present it. I mean, obviously, he said he's going to keep away and maybe here try and shy away from them, but he has to be there. CONCACAF, we know, with the Gold Cup again with, with Fox as well. So there's the... the the time now that he's got is a limited time, and this gives the authority time just to, to get the evidence that they need. And I think Andrew's fantastic analyzer there what he said about how corrupt this was, how they were transferring money from different accounts. It's not just um, you know cash being took in a briefcase. It's, it's what a movie would be made of. It's, this is not a, a, a sport governing body. It's, it's quite extreme when you, when you actually say it and hear it from someone else that this has been going on. It's... It's quite mind-boggling, but yeah, he has to come on the play. He has to be in Canada to do that, and there's the ideal opportunity for him to to, to obviously face the world and obviously maybe face being arrested. So uh, we'll be waiting with bated breath. As I said, it, for me, it's not just about one individual. It's now about the game. The game has been tarnished by this, but it could be a bright light that we move forward. It's transparent. It, for me, it's the best game in the world. It's no, you know, no coincidence that it's been the most popular sport all over the world. Yeah. Now it's going to be transparent. The money that's involved, the World Cups, etc., etc. And you're talking about kids now that are looking at the game in a different light. The irony is, obviously, is that you've seen this growth over the last 20, 30 years uh, in the game of soccer. And this is the time that, that Sepp Blatter has been running FIFA. There, there is quite a large bit of irony in this, is there not, Warren? Very much so. I mean, you know, he's made a lot, he's made a lot of money for a lot of people. You know, and and the way the EPL, the Premier League, was with Richard Scudamore, that was this you know domestic league now is a global brand, and FIFA and the World Cup is the most watched sporting event in the in the on the globe. So the, the, he's been able to generate that, but he's done it the wrong way. You know, he's not done it the way that you would expect uh, a business would would be done. So, you know, this is a start. It's a great day for soccer, football, 
uh, and hopefully we can move forward and take this game to, to higher levels. I can hear it in your voice, but but just to, to speak on it a little bit, I mean, with your career playing in England, uh, playing with Wimbledon and then with Newcastle, this really this has hit home for you. I mean, this is this is something that's tearing at you. The fact that 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 your sport that you played for so long and still love to this day doing TV here in the United States. This is this is really biting at you, isn't it? Yeah, very. Much. I, mean, I give my heart and soul to the game, you know, and I love it. I love every moment of my 18 years that I played. I coach my kids now who are 16, 14, and, and 11 years of age. So. It's my life. It's, it's been my life for you know since I've been involved in the game, and it's so passionate. And once it gets you, it's a beautiful game, as we we say in the US. So it's a big part of me. And to have that tarnished by corruption and greed, I think that leaves a bitter taste in anybody's mouth. You know, be successful, have make money. I haven't got an issue with that. But if you're doing it by taking bribes and putting money in a, a briefcase and transferring it across for the game. I mean, that that's not that, that's, that hits home for me, and that's something that doesn't sit well with me at all, and I think it's just a natural response for anybody. I'll ask you uh, both this last final question, uh, because we, we touched on whether or not Sepp Blatter will probably be uh, talking with officials, but the fact that, that CONCACAF uh, Andrew is involved in this, does this tarnish soccer here in America? You know, I think it's an interesting question because we, you know, as you said, it doesn't have the reach of the other major sports, but it certainly has been a sport on the rise. I guess my answer is I don't think so. I think there's a general understanding that something could be going on at the top levels of this, but the sports ascendancy continues, whether with MLS or with the the, uh, national team. The popularity seems as high as ever. The youth sports uh, involvement is unbelievable. So I can I think that continues. And the last point on Bladder, I mean, what I've heard and read over the past couple of days is he has enfranchised so many of his associates around the world. Now UEFA has some issues, and they've backed other people in this election, but yep. no one else, no one else. So I think his reign will continue. The question then becomes, what happens on the legal front? Warren. No, I think, as I said, the U.S. have done a magnificent job. The MLS is thriving. The league um, is the biggest growing sport for kids. So CONCACAF has been tarnished. And I think, again, we've all had our our ideas of what's been going on. But I think the U.S. is in a strong position. I think they're leading the Wales with two Hall of Famers, Lexi Alice and and Eric Ronaldo. And we're we're obviously discussing it. And they're very positive about how the U.S. will handle it. They're very proud, actually, of what the FBI have done. And rightly so. So I think... Uh, the U.S., the Football Federation is in the right way, the MLS as well. Um, but, and all we want is the, is the beautiful game to survive and go forward, and it will do, because it, the game is bigger than anybody else. Gentlemen, thanks very much. I greatly appreciate your time. For more business news and analysis from Knowledge at Wharton, please visit knowledge.wharton.upenn.edu.